Welcome to Flashback Tracks. Travel back in time each Friday to an era of big hair, leg warmers, and Walkmans. Far out. Veg out with some clips from Downtime Broadcasting's promotional audio cassette magazine from the 80s and 90s, right here on the World Wide Web. The following article is reprised with permission of Sales and Marketing Management magazine, copyright June 1990, and is entitled A View from the Other Side. Did you ever wonder what buyers really think of salespeople? Here's a view from the other side of the desk called How to Sell Me by Edith Cohen. Over the past 15 years, two major issues have emerged that have changed the way purchasing agents view their jobs. The first, inflation pushed purchasing costs upward and caused companies to take a hard look at profit and loss, reassessing what they sold and consolidating and or cutting back their product lines. Coupled with this, the evolution and proliferation of computers has enabled companies and many individuals to break down manufacturing costs more precisely and determine which parts and components are better purchased outside and which should be manufactured internally. Both of these issues have radically altered the relationship between purchasing and sales, with purchasing agents expecting a different kind of approach from the salespeople who call on them these days. The only problem is most salespeople have been slow to react to these changes, and this, say purchasers, has hurt them when it comes to dealing effectively with their customers. Selling today's purchasing agent is no longer a matter of simply drawing on long-standing personal ties where prices were the principal point of negotiation. Nowadays, purchasers look for salespeople who have a thorough knowledge of what their customers are producing, someone who can offer some powerful insights into helping them make things better, faster, and cheaper. In short, purchasing agents want a salesperson who can act as a bridge between all the various departments at both companies, rather than just concentrating on a one-to-one -one relationship with a particular agent. For those managers and salespeople who've always wondered what their customers talk about when they're not around, we asked six different purchasing agents how they view the seller-purchaser relationship. Their comments provide some valuable insights into the selling process that may just help you reach today's more sophisticated and savvy buyer. Al Mulvey is one of the new breed of purchasing managers who look far beyond the narrow scope of price. Mulvey is vice president of purchasing and administration at J.I. Case Company in Racine, Wisconsin, a subsidiary of Tenneco Incorporated, a company with annual sales of $2.5 billion. He has been with the manufacturer of agricultural tractors, combines, backhoes, and other heavy equipment since early this year, and has worked in the industry for 15 years altogether. He has a degree in engineering and an MBA. Over the years, Mulvey has taken seminars and courses in negotiating skills, international business, and value analysis, where in the past, purchasing agents and salespeople focused on beating each other up over the amount of profit, Mulvey says he has become more concerned with reducing the cost of manufacturing for his company as a whole. And in a business where manufacturing costs can be as much as 80% of the final price tag, a substantial part of that figure necessarily involves externally purchased materials. The ability to negotiate manufacturing costs requires an even stronger relationship with the supplier than it has in the past, says Molly, adding that such relationships need to be thought of as company to company, not person to person. I hear a lot of salespeople saying, gee, your people are always changing, he says. A buyer is only in a job two or three years, so a salesperson should take it as a given that personnel will change. From now on, success will be based on the bottom-line contribution to the customer, not the good old boy network.
Mulvey favors the salesperson who understands Case's heavy reliance on value analysis, looking at a part's function and trying to lower its cost by changing materials, the way it's assembled, its dimensions, and so on. When we deal with a steel company, he says, the salesperson's ability to send in technical people to reduce our costs by changing specifications or increasing the yield we get is the decisive factor. The salesperson, Mulvey says, has to be savvy enough, as one plastic supplier was recently, to talk about technical applications and make suggestions to reduce costs. And if he can't do it himself, says Mulvey, he should bring in people from his company who can. In particular, Mulvey is looking to the seller for what he calls technology infusion. To illustrate, he recounts the tale of a salesperson who recently spoke with him about Case's involvement with financial leases. The salesperson had done his homework and could talk knowledgeably about who we were doing business with, two or three ways to source the business, how prices were set up, and how we had structured the leases and tax advantages, says Mulvey. He said, I'm not sure what your current relationship is, but I think there's an opportunity for you to carve out a niche in truck leasing. I asked him for a short proposal. His work amounted to a technical infusion on the management side. His company is making a contribution to our business mission instead of coming to me and simply saying, give me your business. Charles Romano is the director of purchasing at Okanite Company, a manufacturer of insulated wire and cable in Ramsey, New Jersey. Romano, who has been in his job for 13 years, was on the cutting edge of a major change in his company's relationship with its vendors, one which involved setting up an in-house computer program for his department. Because of this innovation, Romano will have quick, accurate information about all of his vendors, including instantaneous feedback on inventory, supplier delivery dates, the dollar amount of purchases from particular vendors, and ready cross-references to other vendors. If we've been buying from someone for any length of time, I'll be able to see how they've been performing, if they're delivering on time, and look at other sources of material and prices, says Romano. And if the salesperson is smart, he can make use of the information the purchasing agent provides by learning more about Okanite's needs. For example, he'll know how he can best service the account. He can talk dollar value to his company, how many pounds, how much footage we're buying, Romano says. Romano finds that most salespeople are order takers, not salespeople. Anyone can come in and say, what are you going to order? But a lot of them don't fully understand their own product or how we use it. If they did, maybe they could come up with some suggestions for possible changes. To help correct this problem, Romano recommends that salespeople be more willing to go the extra mile. If we extend an invitation to visit a plant or to visit our engineering department, take us up on it, he says. Indirectly, it helps both of us because when you explain your product to someone else, you understand it better yourself. Travel back in time with us next Friday as we share more clips from the 80s and 90s on another rad episode of Flashback Tracks, exclusively on Promo Corner. Time to bounce.